just going through our daily Facebook <laughs> Women in Paris pages. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Justine and I are part of a couple Women in Paris Facebook pages, which really never cease to impress upon us that we seem to be living really just, how do I say? It's really hard to say this unless you know <laughs> the content that is being shared on these pages. Because if you're coming to Paris, highly recommend joining some, like, expat groups on Facebook. Yeah, it's a great way to meet people. We, there's lots of, like, There's yeah. info. And then people who are here by themselves really, really rely on this group for information. For example, okay, wait. one person has asked to the entire group about waxing their vagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> And they were like, how much do you all? And yeah. like, they were, uh, yeah. I've only ever shaved before. What do I do? And people will answer like explicitly. Yeah. yeah. And then there are a lot of requests, which I think are quite sad when it's like women who are saying like horrible things yeah. that their partners have done to them. And then the end of the post is like, but what do you guys think? Do you think I should stay or leave? And <laughs> I'm like, like, why are you asking? Get out. If you're posting <laughs> this, you know it's bad. Like, yeah. you know it's bad. Because it's like they moved their entire lives for this person. Yeah. And, and then so they're I, big yeah. a-holes. But anyways, the yeah, one you so came across <laughs> the other day. The most recent, which I thought was just hysterical, was basically these women were talking about, like, ways of self-defense when you're like walking home at night you want to keep yourself safe whatever and a couple women were like oh i brought pepper spray um from the u.s <laughs> which exists in france which as well. yeah exists but i'm not i'm not sure it's legal i would have to check on that um oh yeah yeah but so that's why like a lot of people bring it over from the u.s that makes sense um but then this one woman commented and she was like you know I pepper sprayed a guy once, and it actually went in my eyes a little bit, and it didn't even phase me considering, like, you know, being, like, tear-gassed is just so much worse. <laughs> so, essentially, we're saying that the French population is immune to <laughs> pepper spray because we've all been tear-gassed. Yep. And tear-gassed because of the manifestations or the protests. Yeah. Which are typically so go out of hand, and the police uses tear gas yes. to... Try and I calm us down. All, I think we've all been tear gassed. Well, have you? I've been tear gassed, but only because I was a passerby and I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, a freaking of, of thing course, was as a passerby. <laughs> I know, but you're like walking down the street and you're like, what is burning my eyes right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, there's a protest there. Let me just <laughs> turn the other way, please. Yeah. So basically, just this Lord. woman was like, yeah, basically, the pepper spray is ineffective on like the French population because <laughs> Which we've seen work. You know, how mild is pepper spray? Apparently quite. Because I've luckily never had to use mine, but I carry it around yeah. and it makes me feel a lot safer. Yeah, I've never carried, I don't carry any self-defense things. You should. I know, but I always kind of felt like, oh, this is like a personal thing. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to carry anything so I don't attract it kind of thing, you know? It's just kind of an energy thing. <laughs> Justine, this might be the one place where you can't manifest away <laughs> something from happening to you. Like, I'm not going to attract that kind of energy. It's just not on, we're not on the same vibe, the same wavelength. This, like, <laughs> this crazy man and I are just not getting along. Like, Try me, bitch. I will koala you. <laughs> oh, my God. On that note. On that note. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> Welcome back to Pardon Our French. <laughs> Episode 10. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, La Rentrée. Yes. Because we have actually entered that season of France. It's sort of like the transition between summer and fall. 
Um, and it has a lot of meanings, a lot of different meanings. For kids, it's going back to school. For adults, it's back to work. Um, but in general, it's also kind of like a mindset. It's like it an état d'esprit, you know? I honestly take this time as a, like, fresh start more so than the new year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I have been cleaning out my apartment, which you yeah. would know is, like, rare for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've Actually, yesterday I was in the Bon Marche <laughs> because... Well, I walked in, or not the Bon Marché, I was in La Samaritaine. Oh, okay. I went in because I wanted to get a present for someone for their birthday. And then I accidentally wandered up <laughs> toward the, the women's clothing section, found this dress that I'm... The energy was pulling you. Now in love with, <laughs> yes. And I texted Justine and I was like, I need this. And she said that I can get, I could buy it if I give away five to ten things from my closet, yes. which is a lot for me. She was like, five to ten? Yeah. <laughs> I think I can muster up three to five. We'll go through. Yeah, yeah. Got, but we, so I was no, but I, I was going through. I identified like five radial sweaters that I can give away. Okay. Um, and this one like skirt top set that I just never wear. So yeah, we'll do a fashion show. You tell yes. me what you feel yes. good in, and then if it's we'll do you know, a whole little not your best best self in there. You just exactly sell it. Yeah, but anyways, moral of the story. It's time for change of the seasons, yes. cleaning out. It's a new energy. Yeah. Parisians have returned. The cafes yeah. are now full again. Yeah. The streets are full of people. Yeah. I'm uh, so excited because, like, I was here for most of August. I only was away for, like, a week. And it is bizarre to me. It has been so bizarre walking around seeing so many empty cafes. Yeah. I can like, imagine. Like, I – it just makes me feel weird. Like, I'm like, this isn't the Paris that I know. Yeah. Um. A ton of them, like, boarded up for the whole month. Like, m- all the other ones are just, like, pretty empty. Just, yeah, like, sad have, like, the regulars who yeah. are there. But yeah, so I'm very excited for things to be getting back to their regular, yeah. you know. I was super excited to get back to Paris. As soon as I was in, I was in the Uber from the airport, and as soon as you, like, enter, like, the city center, I was yeah. like, oh, there's so many people, and I'm so excited. Yeah. I've been, like, texting our like group like Serena chat. Vanderwood's in coming back from yes. her boarding school days, like, Literally. looking out the train window <laughs> with the, the angst, yeah. I'm, like, texting everyone plans. I'm like, I reserved this in three weeks, by the way, so <laughs> she, put it in your calendar. She did do that. We just got a text, and she's like, just so you know, we're all going out to dinner, and it would be nice to dress up. <laughs> Which I love, Absolutely, I love. So we are doing that. Yes. It's a great time. I'm very excited. I'm like, I've like booked all my Pilates classes. I'm going back to the gym. Yes. um, After all that pizza in Italy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well deserved. What does that look like in the workspace? Because I think for both of us, it's a little bit different, but in general, there's a common theme. Yeah. Um, how's it been for you? Cause you kind of, you were working during this time. Yeah, I was definitely, I was working literally except for that one week. Um, and so it was really nice in August to be able to work from home a lot more. That was like definitely something that gets very relaxed in the summer. Um, and then this Monday we finally went back to our, like, our, like normal meeting schedule and the head of our division was like, hope everyone's, you know, doing well, getting back into this whole work thing. Like, <laughs> Like, that's just the vibe is, like, everyone was so 
just had fully embraced the vacation. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And so it's true. Like, I passed him in the hall later that day. And I was like, hey, like, how was your vacation? He was like, it's going to take me a couple of days to, like, get back <laughs> into it. And I was like, I totally get it, you know. Um, but that's but, nice. It's like a realistic yeah. view of things. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's wonderful that even, like, head of the division and, like, all the other higher-ups as well got to take their time as well. Um, and I was – you know, in for most of the month. I did go into the office a lot because there's AC. Oh, that's nice. Unlike here. This week, we're having a bit of a heat wave. It's not as bad as it's been mm-hmm. in past years, but this whole week, every day, it's going to be about 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And it's bad considering we've only had rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like winter weather and now we're all of a sudden like, oh, by the way, here's the summer you wanted. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> the week you go back to work. Yeah. Um, for me, it's opposite. <laughs> Pretty much. We got an email. I came in. I came back to work last Thursday. I got an email from our CEO welcoming us back with news that our like organization had changed. Um, there's lots of new things happening. We have like an all hands tomorrow. Um, wow. We had 14 new joiners today that I, I'm... God. For those of you who don't know, I am part of like a, the people team HR talent in our company. And so I'm in charge of all the onboarding. So it was like, hey, welcome back. Here's 14 people you need to onboard. And I was like, Jesus. oh my God, can I onboard myself? Please? You guys, have- I forget how to work. Yeah. You guys are so like fast growing that I yeah. just like can't imagine that many people like joining your well, team like it's on been the regular. Exactly one year since I started to uh, like on, on Wednesday. That. And um, when I started, we had, like, 175 people in the entire company, and today we have 384. Isn't that wild? That's nuts. It's insane. So, yeah, things are busy. Our work does, like, they want to make it fun, so they decorated the entire first floor. There were balloons and, like, a welcome back (laughs) sign. And, like, on all the balloons, there was, like, a little, like, scroll thing tied to it. And you open it, and it tells you to, like, do something to mingle with someone. Oh, my God. And it was, like, this bump, three people around you. I hate that. I hate that. (laughs) It was, like, really coming back to school. Um, (laughs) So it's, like, they're trying to make things fun and lighthearted. Um, We also have, like, a back to the office party which is next week i think and That's it's nice. camp themed oh yeah and not camp like camp but like camp like summer camp <laughs> oh i thought it was camp like yeah camp, like i was like gala Ooh. camp <laughs> i want to get all dressed up no summer camp wear your burks oh my um, god <laughs> do the french even know what that is I mean, we're teaching them, I guess. Um, So, yeah, it's very different. I head on had, you know, 300 emails in my inbox and I'm still sifting through, but. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, no, but I I mean, as we're coming back from holiday, I think it's great to emphasize how like the work-life balance is here, but it's also like enforced here. It is. (laughs) By French law. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like, for instance, like we, you have a enforced five weeks of vacation a year yes um and of course most people take like a lot of that time in august um but i think in terms of like talking about real vacation we'd really shock everyone if we told them how much (laughs) we actually get you you have how much i have seven weeks so 35 days total that's nice and there's RTT in France. I don't know if you do RTT because your organization is so. a little bit different. But um, basically, they're enforced days that you, you get one each month. 
And it's because you're, if you're salary-based, you have overtime sometimes, and that's how they pay back your overtime. So they give you one month, one day a month. Oh, um, And a lot of companies will enforce that um, each month. They'll tell you which day it's going to be, but in ours, we get to choose. So I can, like, accrue them up oh, until nice. the deadline and use them. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we get 30 days plus um, – a week at Christmas, that doesn't count. A whole week. Or like between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, that doesn't count to those 30 days. And then we get all other French bank holidays, yeah. which is, They're like, I think, eight yeah. a year usually. So it's, yeah, it's 35 or 30 plus eight. <laughs> plus your week, I plus guess. Plus my week, yeah. I have to work during Christmas, but it's okay. Hey. It's pretty slow. <clears throat> yeah. So basically, um, I was getting into my, like, smoker voice. <laughs> That's what happens whenever I get a cold. I sound more French because I start to become like like raspy. Yeah, very raspy. Like come October, I'll get pneumonia and like it'll just like I'll sound so goddamn getting... French. Well, I used to get pneumonia every year in high school. Same actually. I played a season of field hockey with pneumonia. Take no oh. prisoners. Yeah. yeah, I did hike Table Mountain in Cape Town Jesus with pneumonia. Christ. Yeah, so basically I have asthma. Um, so, <laughs> Just since you were all so curious. Um, <laughs> Why is Quincy sounding French today? Oh, my God. Sounds so sultry. I actually kind of love it. <laughs> like, I like when I get sick. I'm like, hmm. It's sexy. Yeah. So it's this, the subtle line of, like, taking that and making yourself sound more French, but also not taking it so far as you get pneumonia. Um, anyways. Balance. <laughs> Anywho, um, what was I going to say? Oh, French law requires that everyone uh, employee gets at least 11 consecutive hours away from work. Um, so, like, most French offices won't even open before 8.30. Mm -hmm. um, mine is very set around sort of the 9.30 to 6.30 schedule. Um, like, people come in sometimes a little bit earlier, maybe like 9.15, and some people leave at 6. But it's a lot more, I think set up and strict than yours is um, just because they yeah. want everyone to be like really on the same time so that you know when you need to collaborate with people like they're there to yeah that makes know. sense yeah because we're international I think that's why there's flexibility yeah. we have people working in the U.S. and you know throughout Europe someone in India so um, we're very flexible I'd say in our so our offices are open from 8 to 9 p.m. So you can go in at any hour. And that's because if you do have someone in the U.S. and you have later meetings, then you have a place to take those from. Mm -hmm. um, but people choose their schedules. And it all depends on who your manager is and what's required of you. Because I'm on, like, an HR team and I'm talking to candidates, mm -hmm. um, my schedule usually looks like 9.30 to 6. Okay. Um, I even leave earlier sometimes. I'll leave the office by 5 automatically or else I get depressed and I will <laughs> – like answer emails and messages at home um I just can't stay past that especially during the winter when it gets dark super early I'm like I gotta leave before the the night hits um, oh <laughs> but a lot of people are parents also so they'll drop off their kids in the morning they'll have to leave early to yeah. go pick up their kids and there's a lot of flexibility around that so people are pretty free to do what they need. Yeah. Um, if you're in France, you, the basic ask is that you're available by message between nine to five. That makes sense. Yeah. When I started my job, actually, when I, so now I'm a 
like an official staff member, but before when I started, I was just interning um, for the semester and I couldn't actually work remotely at all. Um, we had obviously, like when I started, it was very close to um, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And so we had a lot of security problems going on. Um, and so that was one of the big things. It was like, are you going to have especially like all the interns taking yeah. their computers home, like with the networks and everything. It was just a bit too risky. Too risky. So um, we were not allowed to work from home at all. Um, but now that I'm on regular staff, I'm permitted two days um, a week, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. They do ask that you don't take Monday and Friday. <laughs> take either or. Um, oh, so they actually emphasize that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so that's been nice. But I honestly, like a lot of people have a really nice home office set up. From COVID, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't really have that. So it's honestly kind of a nuisance for me to like be working on all the contracts and stuff that I have to work on on my tiny little computer screen. Yeah, that makes without sense. Without my monitors. So I do enjoy going into the office. Um, and it's just nice to like talk to people, you know, yeah. working at an international organization. It's like not as much of the French atmosphere of work <laughs> that you might experience. It's a lot more open and you know, just chatty and friendly. That's really and, nice. Yeah. It's pretty open too, but um, I don't know. I feel like... Do you feel like you're on the outside of it? A, a little bit because it's a biotech and I'm not in like science parts of things. So a lot of the conversation is around what they're doing at work and like articles they read. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to insert myself into this. Um, although if you do just like ask to sit next to someone, no one will say no. Like yeah. they'll obviously you can go in and like have a chat. But most of the time I'm just so socially drained and tired from like yeah. speaking to candidates all day that I'm just I would like to eat alone so yeah that makes sense yeah and then but by the like end of the day <laughs> yeah you have some okay yeah. good and then by the end of the day when you're off in you're France off. you're off you are off you're so off <laughs> you you are not you cannot be required to respond to work emails or phone calls by your employer or, or whatever your work entails after you are off like you log yeah. off you don't need to respond until the next morning, and that is because of the law, um, literally called the right to disconnect. So, yeah. Um, basically, yeah. yeah, businesses with over fifty employees um, have to let their employees disconnect from their devices outside of normal working hours, um, and they're not supposed to be sending you emails past you know that time. So, like those ten p.m. emails you get sometimes, where you're like, yeah. oh my god, I got to respond right now, or if you're on holiday. Um, does it still happen? Yes, but you have the right to not respond and they can't get mad at you. Actually, the day I was on my, like leaving for my train, the fir- my first day off, I get a Teams message because I still have it on my phone. I get a Teams message from my boss and he's like, oh, like, do you know where this file is? And I was like, yeah, I do. But like, <laughs> what am I going to do about it now? Like, I don't have my computer in front of me and all my stuff is like pinned. So I have like shortcuts. So I wouldn't be able to like instruct mm. him exactly on how to get through the maze of all the folders without like logging on yourself and- yeah exactly so then i actually because i'm like a people pleaser because i'm a, yeah because i'm a people pleaser <laughs> we both are it's fine because i'm a people pleaser i somehow finagled a way to sign in it's like very hard to sign into your email like remotely because of all these security you know yeah problems um but i somehow figured out a way to do it and i knew I had sent this file in an email to someone else a couple days ago. Oh, so I yes. logged into my email, went through, found the email that I sent to this person, forwarded it to my boss and said, see ya. <laughs> now I'm done. Please never talk to me again. Yeah. Um, I was really <sighs> proud because the week I was on vacation, there had been two or three meetings set up 
that we're going to, you know, normally I would be in these meetings, but obviously I was going to be away. So I prepared the briefs Hmm. and like all the questionnaires and like all the important points to talk about with the people. And I teed them up (laughs) in, in like schedule send emails to be sent to my team, like the morning of the meeting or like the day before or something so that they had all the information so that they wouldn't need to contact me. (laughs) I know. It's wild. I was very proud of that. That's honestly, that's super impressive. (laughs) I just remember working in the US and like, it's just so different. I was thinking about that recently because I was like, I would start at 8.30 sharp. You had to be there at 8.30. Like, you clock in. God. Even if you're on salary, it's like you're clocking in. You get 30 minutes for lunch, which to me back then, I was like, That's oh, horrible. what am I going to do with 30 minutes? Have so much time. God. Like, what? <laughs> no, I like, you're supposed to, so you take an hour for lunch here, but. Or two. But people take theirs between <laughs> 12 and 2. So, like, yeah. no one's really productive between 12 no. and 2. Even if, like. You're not setting up meetings during those hours. Yeah. But, yeah, they've, like, French people really value their free time and they absolutely work to live, not live to work. So yeah. a very opposite mindset from the U.S. Um, and that's how I feel now, honestly. Because, like, it's not like... I've always felt that way, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, coming from New York, like, graduating from the school that I graduated from, it's like everyone goes into finance and consulting. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, racking up money that you can never spend because you never have any time. Yeah. And so now here I am, like, with... A, you know, working on it, decent-ish. <laughs> We're still working on it, salary, but, like, it's enough to keep me... It's better than mine. You did good, it's sister. En- <laughs> it's enough to keep my life going and um You have leftover to save and, like, also spend. Yeah, and that's fine with me. I don't yeah. feel like I need to be racking up. Obviously, I want to have savings, but... No, I think you know that's, I mean? that's the biggest difference, and I think that's where my mind shift has been, is I've never wanted to live to work okay that's like never been a thing I don't know if it's because I had French parents or what I grew up in the Silicon Valley where literally you are trained to live to work Mm -hmm. and I rejected that from like day one I was like fuck that shit I'm going to be chilling I'm going to be hanging out with my friends I don't care about your after school sports and activities I'm doing my life and today I'm very thankful for that yeah I was like super looked down upon by all of my peers but I was like you know what what did you do in your college um, summer times? You worked. You had no time off because you did an internship. Well, I was traveling the world, and I am very happy with that choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did the internships every summer, <laughs> and I can tell you that. Well, I don't know. It's like quasi. It's like, did they really help me getting a job in the in the end? I don't know. Huh, who knows? It would have been nice to be able to travel around instead of, like, sweating just, my ass off in New York over the summers. But Yeah. My parents always told me networking is how you're going to get a job. And you just have to choose the people you're interacting with wisely. And, yeah. like, choose the people that interest you, you know? Like, their lives are interesting. What they're doing is interesting. Because um, your internships, obviously, they create networks um, for yeah. you. But I just – I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was in college. I was like – is what I'm doing now exactly what I'm going to be doing later? Yeah. Is this a network that's going to be, you know, useful for me? And for me, it was traveling. I met – I actually met tons of people traveling. Like, I have oh, my I'm job sure. yeah, yeah, today because yeah. I met, you know, like, April through Bumble BFF. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like you can make networks everywhere. That's true. That's very true. Um, But, yeah, so back to my actual point, the thing <laughs> that changed for me was I was just really – discouraged with the salary I I have here. Mm. Now it's a little bit better because I got 
promoted, but it's just, it's very low compared to the U.S. And yeah. like, I was an office manager in the U.S. right out of college and I was making more money than I'm making now. Yeah. But I didn't have time. I had 10 days of paid vacation a year. Yeah. Like, sorry if you hear my cat killing a fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. like, this is the other thing is that it's like we have socialized medicine here. So oh, yeah. We're you're not, not spending, on spending your salary on your health care. Yeah. You know, things it's, like that. Yeah. Life is generally cheaper. I, I'd say California, like, food is more expensive than it is in Paris. Life is more expensive than it is in Paris. Um, and our salaries, like, make sense. Like, mm-hmm. what we're making now is good, a good amount to put away, have fun, pay all our expenses. We don't have cars, so we don't need to pay car insurance or, you know, gas or whatever. I think most of my pay would go to that in the U.S. So, yeah, yeah there's – it's like a lot of win and lose situations, but we're mostly winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that the title of this episode. We're mostly winning. We're mostly winning. <laughs> Life in Europe, we're mostly winning. <laughs> Do you make six figures? Cool. I don't, but I'm still winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, oh, yeah. So you, you taught me about this concept. Oh, yeah. The placardisation. Yes. Please tell me what that means. So, okay. In France, when you are under a CDI contract, which is a contrat duré indéterminé, which means it's a permanent contract, you're on salary, you have no end date to your contract, um, it's very hard to fire you. Mm-hmm. Very hard. We have a lot of laws put in place protecting employ- employees. And so you can't get fired unless you have a foot grave, which means you've done something very bad. Like, yeah, bad. I don't know what examples to give, like harassment. Um, you've, you know, hurt a colleague on purpose. You've fucked up royally, you know, yeah. your work or you didn't show up to work for a month without letting people know where you were, which did happen in my company. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Um, so they've created this thing called placardisation, which means you are put in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you have a four to six month trial period where you can get let go. Like you can't, they can decide we don't want you, your work's not satisfying us, whatever. They don't even need to give you a reason. Um, but if you're underperforming after that four to six months and you're not doing anything really bad, you're just not doing what they expected of you, um, they will put you in a closet, per se. (laughs) Um, Wait, so what does that even mean, though? It means they basically change your roles. You have less to do, just just enough that you can do correctly and right. It's like a bullshit role, basically. (laughs) Um, And you're kept on pay, but you're not doing the stuff that you should be doing because you're not good at it. So they're just paying you to do nothing? Yeah, so some people purposely do that. What? Some people will purposely you know, abuse the system and just, you know, sail on by with their pay and doing minimal work. Um, however, it's not... That's insane. It's really not legal, to be honest. It's just, like, it's it's it happens, so there's, like, a term for it. Yeah. Um, but it's not enjoyable for either party because the employer is losing money. Yeah. And... Um, the employee is is being regarded as this person that's like you, they don't want you here, obviously, yeah. but you're still staying there. And that actually happened to one of my coworkers recently, mm. um, and she decided to to just mutually agree to leave. Yeah. Um, 
what you can do if this happens is you can really you can get your employer in trouble. You can mm. take them to court. You can get tons of money out of them. Wow. Um, and and there have been so many lawsuits and incriminations surrounding this con- like this concept of being put in the closet. So Jeez. it's very interesting. I had never heard of that. It's protect how these astronauts. Yeah, it's not like the U.S. where people can fire you on the spot for no reason. Like here, yeah. they you gotta loop like <laughs> hop through hoops. What is that term? <laughs> Jump through hoops. Jump through hoops. <laughs> Hop through the hoops. <laughs> <laughs> I've been speaking too much French lately. Um, gosh. Yeah, so I guess here's to us not getting put in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that for both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so if you ever were to find a job in in France, something to know that's also a bit different from the U.S. is that um, – French companies have a really long hiring period. Mm. So you can go through like six to 10 rounds of interviews um, before you're offered a job. And that can last between like one and three months. Like my process took like three months. So. Yeah, I'm so the the role I'm currently applying for it. Well, so actually, my or none of these French laws <laughs> apply to my organization because yes. it's an international organization. But even it is a very long hiring process. Yeah, that's yeah. So lots of I feel people on that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you can know who you want your candidate to be from the start, but you have to give, you know, equal opportunity to all of the candidates. So you put them through the same amount of interviews. Um, and they have to go through every like step. So like we have I feel like in France there's more of a hierarchy in the workplace than there is yeah, in the US. So much. Um, and so they have to go through like each level. Yeah. At my company there are seven levels. I don't know how. We are re-leveling this year, okay. so I couldn't even tell you because they have not given us any explicit information about yeah. that. But, yeah, there's, you know, I think there's, like, four main levels and then levels within the levels and even yeah. levels within that. So it's very complicated. Um, they but do it's that true that, like, if you – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true that if you do, like, want a pay raise, you have to essentially, like, re-interview for the higher level. Yeah. Um, so that's something yeah. that I will be. That's something our company's implementing. That's this basically year. what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's true. In a favorite, you're the favorite candidate, but you got to go through it. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. So um, some things to know about the French work culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, very different. Some things are amazing. I love how many rights we have as employees. It's great. Um, it's yeah. really night and day in comparison to the U.S. Um, you have a voice, which is cool. Uh, but then there's things, you know, that aren't as cool. And that's fine. We take it. We, <laughs> we take, take it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, what do we have coming up this week? You're kind of... Wow, I'm getting back into things. My parents are still here. Mm. So lots of plans with them. Yeah. I have a friend getting married, so we're going to go wedding dresses shopping. That's exciting. Yeah. Some places in Paris or outside? Inside. Okay. So we're doing the champagne and all. Oh. You know. That's just next level when it's when, <laughs> when you're doing it in France. It's like, okay, when you're at Kleinfeld in New York with the champagne, fine. But, like, you're in Paris with the champagne. Yeah. That's quite nice. Um, I'm going to my host sister oh, for my gosh. year in Rennes, uh 25th birthday weekend at their chateau in casual in Bourgogne. um i'm very excited i'm actually so because it's kind of out there in the middle of the countryside i'm carpooling with some of her friends from business school interesting which will be yes interesting either socially draining or very good yeah 
Maybe both. Yeah. Maybe just both. Just put your headphones in and take a nap when you're <laughs> tired. <laughs> yeah. So um, I what is that? I think it's like a five-hour drive. Hmm. So but it's to a chateau. It's Yeah. So. But you, you, the end of the journey is at a chateau. So that's pretty nice. What's um, the theme again? Oh, it's disco. Yes. So I'm wearing these Maj pants that I bought last year for New Year's. And I swore to myself that if I spent this much on them, I would wear them more than once. I've now worn them three times. Hell this will yes. be fourth, I think. So I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, the chateau is incredible. I've actually been a couple times for Christmas and... Just who has a chateau? It's gorgeous. It's, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious, though, because there are going to be, like, 30 people there. So oh. I think they might have to, like, open up parts of the house that are not normally open. And I'm not exactly oh. sure how the sleeping arrangements oh, are yeah. going to go. That's wild. Yeah. I don't even know 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, we were planning my birthday this year because Jean's out of town. And I was like, can we just have a slumber party with... Lucy and Quincy. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. You uh, know what? I came across my calendar from last year when I was doing all this like fall cleaning and I opened up to a page where there's a sticky note with the list of people I had invited to like a previous party last year. And I was like, yeah. What? We used to have big parties why? last year. <laughs> why? I know. It's wild. I know why we don't now because <laughs> our trash is our apartments. But it's terrible. Um, yeah. yeah. If you think back. Because Halloween is coming up, and I'm getting into that spooky mood. It's but if you think about it, the first year we ever had a Halloween party, we had like 50 people in your apartment. That was insane. That was so yeah. bad. I remember at one point it was like midnight maybe, and yeah. we opened the door, and like 12 people come in who like I've never seen before No, in my yeah, life. they're totally random. And I was like... Okay, this is this is the point at which you yeah. shut it down. The the actual nice thing about French people though is <laughs> that they will introduce themselves and like bees you when they come in. It's not oh, like yeah. in the US where they open, they're like, hey, what's up? Here's the yeah, beer. Yeah, no, they're all like, mwah, they're mwah, like hello, oh. thanks for the invitation. Yeah. It's like, I don't know who you are, but hi. Thanks yeah. for being polite. <laughs> or like I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, This apartment is insane. And then like I'll be like, Oh yeah, like I moved in. They're like, Oh, this is yours? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Yep. Thanks for coming you know. to the party. <laughs> But then last year we had like 15 and it was super fun. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like even this year it will be less than that. Yeah. And it'll be super fun. Yeah, exactly. It's just the beauty of the Less is more. <laughs> less is more. <laughs> we learn. So anyhow, we will be back next week. We shall. And we wish you a lovely rentrée. A bientôt. A bientôt. Au revoir. Au revoir.